Good morning and welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral for the celebration of the Eucharist on this 13th Sunday in Ordinary Time. The worship program for this Mass is available for download at stpatrickscathedral.org slash live. As we begin our liturgy, we invite you to rise and to join in singing our entrance hymn, which can be found in the St. Michael hymnal located in the pews. It's number 614, Lift High the Cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, peace be with you. As we come together this morning, we're mindful of our need to put God's life first in our lives. We ask pardon for the times we have failed, and the courage to live in His image for others. I confess to Almighty God, and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever the Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kyrie 
Eleison, Kyrie Eleison, Christ Eleison, Christ Eleison, Kyrie Eleison, Kyrie Eleison. Pax omnibus bone voluntatis, laudamus te, benedicimus te, adoramus te, glorificamus te, gratias agimus tibi, propter maniam gloriam tuam, Domine Deus, rex celestis, Deus pater omnipotens. Gloria, Genite Jesu Christe, Domine Deus, Agnus Dei, Filius Patris, qui tolis peccata mundi, miserere nobis, qui tolis peccata mundi, suscipende precationem nostra. Gloria, Ad dexteram patris, miserere nobis, quoniam tu solus sanctus, tu solus dominus, tu solus altissimus, Jesu Christe, cum sancto spiritu, in gloria Dei patris. Amen. Gloria, gloria. Gloria, Gloria, in excelsis Deo. Let us pray. O God, who through the grace of adoption chose us to be children of light, grant, we pray, that we may not be wrapped up in the darkness of error, but always be seen to stand in the bright light of truth. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the second book of Kings. One day, Elisha came to Shunem, where there was a woman of influence who urged him to dine with her. Afterward, whenever he passed by, he used to stop there to dine. So she said to her husband, I know that Elisha is a holy man of God. Since he visits us often, let us arrange a little room on the roof and furnish it for him with a bed, table, chair, and lamp, so that when he comes to us, he can stay there. Sometime later, Elisha arrived and stayed in the room overnight. Later. Elijah asked, Can something be done for her? 
His servant, Gehazi, answered, Yes, she has no son and her husband is getting on in years. Elisha said, Call her. When the woman had been called and stood at the door, Elisha promised, This time next year, you will be fondling a baby son. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. of the Lord I will sing forever through all generations my mouth shall proclaim your faithfulness for you have said my kindness is established forever in heaven you have confirmed your faithfulness forever I will sing Blessed the people who know the joyful shout. In the light of your countenance, O Lord, they walk. At your name they rejoice all the day, and through your justice they are exalted. Forever I will sing the goodness of the the splendor of their strength, and by your favor our horn is exalted. For to the Lord belongs our shield, and to the Holy One of Israel our King. Forever I will sing the goodness of A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, are you unaware that we who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were indeed buried with him through baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might live in the newness of life. If then we have died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. We know that Christ, raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has power over him. As to his death, he died to sin once and for all. As to his life, he lives for God. Consequently, you too must think of yourselves as dead to sin and living for God in Christ Jesus. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
A royal priesthood, a holy nation. Announce the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his apostles, whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me. And whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet, because he is a prophet, will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever receives a righteous man, because he is a righteous man, will receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones to drink, because the little one is a disciple, amen, I say to you, he will surely not lose his reward. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome everyone to St. Patrick's Cathedral, America's Parish Church. Welcome all of you who are with us via live stream and all those other electronic ways of watching mass that I don't understand, but thank God we have them because you can be with us. In the spirit of this morning's first reading, we welcome visitors because everyone has a home here in New York. Looking out here this morning, it's sort of like the Grand Hall of Ellis Island. Here comes everybody, and we're all here in one faith. We welcome especially Bishop Indrias Remat from Pakistan. Bishop is with us visiting his priests who are here in the United States. We're blessed, blessed, not lucky, lucky is throw of the dice, blessed is the hand of God. We're blessed to have several of his priests working here in the archdiocese, particularly in healthcare chaplaincies. And we, can, and we welcome with him Father Akram, who is the chaplain up at Mount Sinai, we can express our gratitude to him by praying for Bishop Ramat and for his diocese. He's suffering what the gospel reminds us is. People in his diocese are suffering for the, faith, for the faith. So we pray for them and we pray with them. We welcome also Father Federico and Father Francesco from Bologna. Maybe they can cook pranzo for us. The best food was always in Bologna. But we welcome them who are with us today, and in a very particular way, we welcome a very special group, a group of young people who are here for a summer leadership program from Mexico. They're led by Father Juan Carlos, Father Jose, Father Humberto, Father Ricardo, Father Envalido. Gracias, caros jóvenes. Gracias por su presencia con nosotros. Ustedes están los líderes. No es solamente en el futuro, pero ahora. Ustedes son los líderes por el ejemplo de la fe. You are leaders as the example of faith. Welcome and thank you for being here. In a real way, 
this gives us a living homily of what today is all about. Because at first glance, let's face it, you hear those first few words of the gospel. You have to love, you can't love your father and mother better than me. And it, it, it kind of throws us, right? It's not quite right. What do you mean I'm supposed to love God more than my parents? What is that all about? I thought if I love my parents, it's a reflection of the love of God. And indeed it is. But we need to understand it. And we need to understand it, especially this weekend, as we celebrate this great nation of ours, this nation that brings people from all over, this nation that brings people here to live in freedom and to live in justice. We need to see that and understand that in the light of the love of God which is what Jesus is talking about in the gospel. You know, there's a lot of division. There's a lot of worry. There's a lot of discord. And as we celebrate this 4th of July weekend, we need to look again at where we're at in our love for this great country and understand that as the gospel teaches us, it only makes sense and it's only lived if we put it in the context of the love of God. Now, one of the other great things about this weekend, of course, is baseball. And we can have a great lesson on how to start this from baseball right here in our own town. Let's face it, both teams, couple of rough weeks, things are pretty bad. Now, no names, no foul, but on one side of the river, one player decides he's gonna cut his hair and maybe that'll make it all better. And he was better yesterday, but hair grows back. On this side of the river, a player, Catholic high school graduate, just saying, little ad for our own schools. He takes the time to look at his stance, and he does the work of adjusting his stance. And because of that, he's back on track. Well, today on this 4th of July weekend, we're invited, we're encouraged, we're challenged to look at our stance towards God. And that stance towards God will enable us to understand anew why we celebrate the truth of freedom, what justice really is, what we will say over and again on this 4th of July weekend when we say the Pledge of Allegiance. One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Let's take a look at it. Let's take a look at it in light of the advice given right here in our own country by St. John Paul II in his 1995 visit. St. John Paul said, democracy serves what is true and right when it safeguards the dignity of every human person, when it respects inviolable and inalienable human rights, when it makes the common good the end and criterion regulating all public and social life. But these values, they themselves must have an objective content. Otherwise, they correspond only to the power of the majority and the wishes of the most vocal. America, may your trust be always in God and in none other. Prophetic words from St. John Paul II. Prophetic words because right now we're in a world where people are trying to yell louder to make things work the way they want. And we're called, we're called as witnesses to faith to discover anew that dignity of every human person. And from that, the true understanding of justice so that we can live in real freedom. Let's take a look at all three. We all know from the earliest days of catechism, we're made in the image of God. Looking around, some of us are old enough to remember memorizing that, and there was nothing wrong with that. Who made me, God made me, God made me in his image and likeness. Well, what does that mean? It doesn't mean that we look like God. Thank God we don't. We'd all look alike and life would be very boring. To be made in the image of God means God enables us to love, but not the love of warm, fuzzy feelings. Not the love of everything's always happy. Not the, what the world is sometimes telling us is love, which is the selfish use of another person. 
No, to love is to recognize that the goodness of God is in each and every person. Clouded though it might be, like they're afraid the fireworks will be clouded tomorrow night because of the Canadian smoke. But that love and that goodness of God is in each and every person, and we're called to let it shine, to let it come out, to live it for others, to recognize it in others, and to foster it in us all. It's recognizing that it's not about me, it's about God and each other. And that lets us understand the second one, justice. We hear cries for justice and we need to speak out for justice. We need to work for justice. But we need to remember what justice truly is. It's not what I call Judge Judy justice. If I yell loud enough, I'll get what I want. Justice, the word for justice in the Old Testament is sadak. It's the word for relationship, right relationship. And true justice is the right relationship, first and foremost, as today's gospel tells us, our right relationship with God. And if my relationship with God is right, then the other relationships fall into place. My relationship with others, my relationship with creation, my relationship with myself, challenged to live and be the image of God. If my relationship with God is skewered or clouded, then the brilliance of the fireworks doesn't show. Then we're not able to bring that life of God to others. So we're called constantly to, to examine, to adjust, to change the stance in my relationship with God, and then and only then will we in this greatest country on earth live in true justice. As St. John Paul tells us, without that trust in God and none other, then, then, only then, can we live what the justice we celebrate is about. And living in that justice is the exercise of freedom. Freedom doesn't mean doing whatever I want. As St. John Paul reminded us, freedom is doing what I ought. Some of us remember when he said that right over there in Shea Stadium. Probably the Mets could use that advice right now. But he said, we, freedom is doing what I ought, what I'm called to do, the obligation, not in the sense of something I gotta do, but of what makes me who I am as I live being in the image of God. That's what we celebrate this weekend. And that's what we're called to bring to one another. So this weekend, let's change our stance. Let's take a good look at how we're facing this gift of this great country. When you get a chance, sometime this weekend, in the midst of the barbecues and the parades and the fireworks and the celebration, take a few minutes and talk with God about three key things. First, how do I understand justice? What do I say justice is? What I want? Kicking, screaming, yelling till I get what I want in a temper tantrum? Or is justice my relationship with God that forms all others? What is my relationship with God? How clouded is it? How well do I make that the center and foundational relationship of my life. Second, do I have the courage, following the example of Bishop Raymott's people who have the courage to live their faith despite persecution, do I have the courage to speak the truth of our faith even when the world doesn't want to hear it, not beating people over the head with it, but living it in the truth that speaks louder than any protest? Do I have the courage to live true freedom, to choose that which I ought, not just what I want? And then third, be grateful to God for the gift of this great country. Be grateful to God that we have the gift of freedom. Be grateful to God that we are living in his image. Because if you and I do that,
Then we change our stance. Then we hit it out of the park. Then truly we will live as one nation under God. We stand and profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, and who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. In confidence, in freedom, we bring our needs to Almighty God. For our Holy Father, Pope Francis, for our shepherd, Timothy Cardinal Dolan, for all bishops, priests, deacons, religious, and those who guide us in faith, that they may be holy and effective in their mission to draw all people to Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace among nations, and for those suffering the effects of war, especially in Ukraine, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who suffer the effects of natural disasters, such as storms, floods, and extreme heat or drought, that they may be comforted and their needs met, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer for all our beloved dead, that they may enjoy the fullness of eternal life, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord God, we thank you for the gift of our country. We thank you for the justice and freedom in which we are called to live. Help us to live them in truth. Hear our needs and answer them if they are in accord with your will, for we ask them through Christ our Lord. Please join in singing our offertory hymn, number 770 in the hymnal, number 770, Take Up Thy Cross. Strength shall bear thy spirit 
Pray now, my sisters and brothers, that this sacrifice, yours and mine, may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice of your hands, and the praise and glory of his name, of all his holy church. O God, who graciously accomplished the effects of your mysteries, grant, we pray, that the deeds by which we serve you may be worthy of these sacred gifts. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, for you laid the foundations of the world and have arranged the changing of times and seasons. You form man in your own image and set humanity over the whole world in all its wonder to rule in your name over all that you have made and forever praise you in your mighty works through Christ our Lord. And so we join the angels and saints in the hymn of your praise. of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took the bread, said the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your rest. As we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread toward the world 
and bring her to the fullness of charity together with France the Pope, Timothy our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil deliver us lord we pray from every evil graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will. You who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Let us offer each other a sign of that peace. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Please join in singing our communion hymn, number 784 in the hymnal, 
Number 784, The King of Love. you to turn then to hymn number 570 in the same hymnal, number 570, Humbly We Adore Thee. the mind. 
Let us pray. May the divine sacrifice we have offered and received fill us with life, O Lord, we pray, so that, bound to you in lasting charity, we may bear fruit that lasts forever. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Again, welcome all. Thank you for being here with us in America's Parish Church. Thank you for joining us through what we used to call the miracle of television. Now it's the miracle of all these different outlets. Thank you all for being with us. Thank you to all our visitors. I forgot to welcome one person. You may have noticed a new face you'll be seeing a lot of. Father Ryan Muldoon started yesterday as the new curate here at the cathedral. We welcome him. He'll also be the Archdiocesan uh, representative for ecumenical affairs, relations with the other faith traditions here in our city, and also be doing his doctoral work. So he's got a lot of work to do, so he needs your prayers. But we welcome Father Ryan among us. And thank you, Bishop Ramat. Mm -hmm. As we this weekend thank God for our liberty, particularly our religious liberty, we pray in a particular way for those who suffer religious persecution. And there's no better way to ensure that we have the courage to live it than to follow the example of Mary. So we together 
say one Hail Mary for our country, for all those who suffer religious persecution, that we, like Mary, may have the courage to say yes to God's will and bring Christ's presence alive. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Mass is ended. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. Please join in singing our recessional hymn, number 718 in the hymnal. Number 718, Praise the Lord, ye heavens adore him. Yeah. 